Hello and welcome to Kabbalistic Astrology, the second. This is the world's weekly forecast that we do every week. This is Matt Taylor. My name is Nicola Ercolani. And we speak about the world's astrology, the new moon, Aquarius coming to an end, and like all the energetics insights of the week. So you have like the bits and pieces so you know that you're not nuts and you can like... <laughs> Go on with your life, basically. It's very reassuring. Oh, totally it is. <laughs> how are you today? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very good. I finally yeah. arrived in Salerno. Lovely. It's Italy and Italia, Salerno, the Amalfi Coast. It's like beautiful and fancy. And so let's see what we find. Yes, and I'll be joining you at the end of the week. For four days, it's very exciting. So exciting! Yes, yes. We're, yes. we're both very looking forward to that time and to yes, little day trips and road trips and all of be gorgeous, be lovely. Hopefully, so, the tell us yes, what's going on. Well, that's right. So let's talk a little bit of astrology. Um, so we are this week. We're doing two things with the moon. We're finalizing Aquarius, and we're going into a new moon of Pisces. As we know, and the Kabbalists are explaining that each month is very different. So, you know, Aquarius is a very head energy. It's an air energy. It's very, um, it's very like beyond logic. Yeah, it's like anything is possible. And in a lot of the ancient texts, the stories of that um, of that go with the month of Aquarius are always about being the mind over matter. You know really getting our mind to a space of, of certainty of being able to 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 move through our life with a lot of certainty and to be able to put our mind over this physical reality in order to transform what we see yeah it's a kind of alchemy you know it's like you know these ancient sort of babylonians they were turning like they were able to turn like basic elements into gold. You know, they were really able to alchemize things and transform the atomic structure of things. And Aquarius rules the atom, you know, so it's always the, it's the, it's the sign of alchemizing or energizing or shifting reality. You know, if you know a, an Aquarius, they're, they're, they really think anything is possible. Like this is really in their consciousness. So, you know, they're very powerful people. They have their own tikkun process, their own spiritual process, of course, to, to, to correct. But, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a sign that in its power, it's really about transforming or releasing yourself from the boundaries and limitations that we find ourselves in, in order to free ourselves into something new to transform or transmute ourselves. We also know in Aquarius that there is the, 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 the water bearer. And this water is really about the spiritual essence of 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 Aquarius, no, it's about mercy and kindness and compassion. And this is why in the age of Aquarius, we're able to bring forward all of the, the spiritual truths that were founded 5,000 years ago. It's really the energy for that. So here we finalize in Aquarius, which probably means that we will feel that we need to free ourselves or change ourselves or move things, you know, around that we're not satisfied with the way that we've always done things or we're not satisfied with something or want to break something in ourselves, right? The real coding of this is to really unlimit myself internally 
because we know spiritually that my the only the outside is just a reflection of the inside. So I have to get to work to to really unlimit myself internally, unlimit my beliefs, unlimit my thoughts, unlimit my words, unlimit my actions, all of those things that we need to free ourselves to become, you know, ultimately who we are meant to be. So there's something that will come up that will shift us into a new reality. And in the new moon of Pisces, we move into something that is very high level, very uh, spiritual level. We go out of the physical level. We go into the spiritual level a lot easier. We are more in touch with our creative, spiritual essence, our higher selves, uh, the spiritual world, the sharing, the kindness, the compassion, the generosity, all of those things are in the month of Pisces. The challenge of the month of Pisces is victimness. And we see that the symbol for Pisces is, is uh, the two fish. Yeah, We have a, a top fish and a bottom fish, right? So why don't we have two fish side by side? Why do we have two at all? Why don't we just have one nice one or a big school of fish? Why do we have these? So really one of the things that this symbolizes is victimness and then uh, this kind of taking control, yeah? So the bottom fish represents the follower, the victim, the spineless, not having any senses of direction, having very low consciousness, feeling like not being able to do anything about it, powerlessness, all of that. And the top fish represents the transformation of all of those energies into the into the, the dynamism or the forward looking, the leader, the one with the, you know, the spine, the one that takes things and and really transform things yeah so really in these last two months of the astrological year we're really getting the big tooth sort of spiritual signs of breaking out and transforming and turning ourselves into something completely new most probably if not all of the spiritual um big shots like jesus moses whatever uh joseph uh, these are were all Pisceans. Um, so it's an, it's be, it's because that energy of of being able to transform into the into the one that's in control of the reality, uh, to be that creator, to be that abundant, to be that creative is really held in this sign. Now, if you're not that sign, does that mean you can't do it? No, because we're seven billion, eight billion souls all entering into that month. So it's just that. People who are born Pisces are usually at the end of their spiritual journey. So they've been reincarnating as all the other signs. And so that's why that Pisceans have this empathy or this ability to understand other people kind of well, because it's in their reincar reincarnation memory. Yeah. So they get a, a when you come back as Pisces, you're kind of got a little bit more possibility of finishing your spiritual work. That doesn't mean that the other signs can't do it. It's just that we're a, we've got a little bit more accessibility to it. So there's all sorts of fantastic like spiritual things that can happen in the month of Pisces, particularly around creativity, abundance, and really feeling into your true essence inside you and being able to share. It's very interesting that you're saying that because um, this month of Pisces is also... Um, like in Kundalini Yoga, um, we we have several different um, things we do very often. And um, 
I feel that this this month now is a month of creative possibilities, creative options, uh, you know, um, openings that you can like really uh, have a deeper access to your own creative force as well. Like we we believe that everybody like the the God principle in in the, the English word God um, in Kundalini Yoga they say it's generating energy then it's organizing energy and then it's you choose between destroying and delivering mm. so the question is on which side are you playing are you playing on the constructive energy side on the on the delivering side or are you playing on the destructive side on the destroying side of the things and it's a it's a conscious decision that we can make um, and especially um, in the month of Pisces, there is like an, an opening to that, which is like different in other months, I feel. And we have mantras which support that as well. So there is a mantra, it's called Ekamai. It's written E-K-A-A-E-K-A-M-A-I. Mm. You get the thing. I will write it down in the description. It's, it's written mm -hmm. in the description. And this, if you chant this mantra, if you're manifesting or if you're like working with this mantra, what you can do is you can really like open a vessel in this creative spiritual month, like for a higher form of spirituality is super, super cool. Mm. Yes, it's 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 a month of really being in touch with that higher self and what you want to generate and what you want to create. Now. As I said, the 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 challenge of the month is we feel our victimness, we feel our disempowerment, right? Because the sign, every sign is cut from both sides of the cloth, right? So you get the one the one sign that has all these tremendous things, and then they also have the exact opposite. Yeah. So it's that it's that that idea that you get that destructive side or that generative side that you're talking about is in every sign. And every sign has their particular oh, yeah, yeah. things that they generate or they decode, oh, yeah. right? So this is this is the the degenerative aspect of Pisces is this follower, don't know where I'm going, uh, flow along with life, and now I can't do anything about it, right? The Pisceans are usually very creative people, and they form on the other side of that, they form very abusive and uh, kind of addictive behaviors. Very much so. Yeah, very destructive, inter not really of other people, but in of themselves. Of themselves, yes. Yeah. So they're they're often prone to depression and melancholies and and uh sadnesses and depressions and uh, sorry, not I just said that and you know, kind of addictions. And then addictions may not be like smoking drugs, uh, alcohol, sex, all of those common ones. It could be patterns of behavior patterns of responses yeah addicted to power addicted to money addicted to whatever no they can be other things we all have it when we you know when we don't think we ex like have a strong sense of who we are we put our addictions into something else in order to fuel the senses of identity mm -hmm. right so if you look on either side of pisces particularly Aries, which is the one after Pisces, they have very strong senses of identity, of esteem, and, you know, doing things with a lot of action and excitement. And Aquarius are very known for being quirky and different. 
but so you know so on the other side we get that individuality but in the Pisces we we lose it we give it away to others or we we don't think we have any purpose and so that is that bottom fish that is that destructive energy and then in that creative energy is all of the things that are the opposite so I really like what what you're saying particularly for this month you know mm. yeah I feel also to say this whole you know um this if if someone has a lot of planets in Pisces maybe it's also very good in this month to to, to work with bodies of water I feel that it's like either the sea or a lake or a big river or like I I, I used to make a joke and say or your bathtub like it's also an option if it's those yes. you have it's the one that you take but mm. um, a cup of tea is too small let's mm. agree on that but it, like try to if you have a lot of planets in Pisces or if you if you feel very emotional at the moment or if you feel like um, disempowered or if you like and the Buddhists have a very beautiful um, teaching it's called rejoice so um, it's not only necessarily about yourself but to find joy in others joy mm. find um joy. this is great for a pisces oh, this amazing. is great because yeah. like the opposite of that is we find our pain in other people's pain and that's yeah. what pisces do like people think pisces are very empathetic like you tell them a story and piscean is likely to cry but they're not crying because of your pain they're crying because your pain reminds them of their pain, their pain. <laughs> yeah and so i'm just you're just making me cry out my pain right yeah. and that is very piscean very, yeah so very piscean so and this kind of being joy because other people are happy is such a good like breaking of that ego and it also helps like you know sometimes when we're like the backless backboneless fish mm. um, when we're in this energy um we're also tending to be jealous we have the See? tendency to to uh get greedy or get like you know not not nice i, I don't mm. know what exact word but jealousy is probably the one that comes the closest oh no all the water signs are prone to that yes. um, and if you look at the what the signs are they're crab scorp a scorpion and a fish right so you think about the crab it has eyes that go up no yeah and then the scorpio is blind and the pisces the fish has fish to the side like there are there's something odd about their eyes right which is what jealousy is it's like i see something and i want it to be mine why don't I have it you know we we it's something with the correction of the eye and we'll say they the movie or something gets escalated up into bigger of what it is they get more emotional about something more sensitive about something more dramatic about something as well so and this jealousy is really with the water signs a lot yeah and so like in order to like the, the jealousy part, if you have that within you, if you know that about yourself, that you get jealous about someone having something nice or a nice relationship or like whatever it is that you get jealous of, um, this this technique of rejoice is like really, really beautiful. And it's a Buddhist, Buddhist technique. And they just say like, try to find the, the joy within you for that person even if it's mm. just a small tiny bit yeah it's it's that's the antidote to pisces it's happiness 
it's happy with who you are happy with like that you have something to share happy you know it's so much like that joy is really you know the key to abundance you know so when you're in that state like more things will open up for you so and it's that consciousness of joy particularly other people's joy you know that can really shift things in this month yeah i like it i like it a lot if you look at the planets that uh rule uh pisces it's jupiter and neptune neptune being the planet of water and spirituality so you know that sort of it's in pisces right now so it's really reinforcing the 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 the, the, the positives and the negatives you know it went in there in 2012 it's going to be there to 2025 26 kind of timeline so it's a whole generation of going through something where we're transforming our victimness and that's why we have so much victimness in the media at the moment i mean even like media stars are taking on this persona and of victimness because like that's how they sell yeah and so there's so much in our consciousness of our victimness at the moment and that we're really meant to transform that into something more purposeful about ourselves do you think it's also because you know we're we're shifting from the Piscean age into the Aquarian age, from this age of spirituality of giving away the power to a god, mm. to a church, to a mm. religion, to a, like anything like this yeah. of the power? And well, we even give power to away to other people. Oh, you've upset me. Oh, you've oh, you've, yeah. you've offended me. Totally. Like, like yeah. we think that people we're reinforcing that power that people can do that to us right and put us in a sad stage even that isn't a worship to others isn't it Totally. yes and have to be to a god yeah and I I, it is very much to do with us i think yeah. i think in that hmm. i think also this neptune in pisces helps like this whole it's like the end of of um the the victimhood stage of this piscean age you know, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that it's it's after that going into Aquarius, but it's like, you know, it's it feels like because the Piscean age was the age of that the the person holding knowledge held the power. Mm -hmm. Now the Aquarian age is the person holding the wisdom, holding the actual experience that has mm -hmm. the power. You can yes. accept all wisdom or all knowledge, but not wisdom. So it's yeah. the age of wisdom. The Aquarian age and like this whole generation being born in with Neptune and Pisces will be the last generation of this victimhood Piscean mentality. I think. Yes, that's right. It'll be probably the final one, we hope. No, so that's great. The other planet is Jupiter, which is in Aries, which is pumping up our esteem and our identity and our purpose and our excitement, which is and our joy, which is all the things that Pisces lack. So we get the the chance, the Jupiter is in Aries until May. So during these first six months, we really get the chance to go and do new things, to try start new businesses, to try and start new adventures, to do things in a, in a way we've never done before, to spark some creativity and newness and to feel the excitement about that is all what Jupiter in Aries is about. And this week, Jupiter is trining with Mercury and Mercury is our words and our thoughts. So really, we get the power this week to really speak the words, to speak the thoughts that are really going to help me grow, to create miracles, to create all those Jupiterian things, to be able to 
abracadabra of my life, create something from words that I speak. Yes. So there's something here that, you know, is really in this week that we can see where we're trapped. We can see where we don't feel fully empowered, but we also have the other energy of where I can really shift something in my consciousness to take back the power, to take back control and create the reality that I would like to see. Yeah, the abracadabra. I love that. It's, it's so like, good, it's no? Actually, it's it's my favorite Kabbalistic thing. The abracadabra. Right. <laughs> I love it. Like that, you know, and it's it's very interesting. I I, I studied a lot of the big um, spiritual teachers over the past 15 years. And um, in one way or another, they're basically explaining that your words lead to your realities mm. and that we that is universal no i think through all the spiritualities that one is yes. this yes i mean that one is there's some the things that are universally spiritual no like, across okay, all, yeah that one we reality good we got it we got it <laughs> interesting enough um in in what when I see you know with my clients in trauma therapy with um people that I talk to and um, very often the self-talk and the negative talk is still super amplified mm. and I feel like abracadabra like be very aware that you what you say is true and very important your brain doesn't know neglections if you say no da 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 da, da or not or don't da, da 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 whatever it is your brain understands yes yes it doesn't recognize negative in it the force no it doesn't so what it means is you need to be very conscious of how you talk to yourself you have to, yes, you have to speak to what you want to see, which is not saying the negative of that. It's actually saying the actual thing. Exactly. Yes. And this is which is very uncomfortable in some, I mean, in Europe, it's very uncomfortable, isn't it? It's Australia. like we just don't do that. Australia, it's certainly something we don't do. Yeah. America may be more possible. You can be speaking positively and, and you know, high vibey and all of that. You know, there's some cultures that it's more difficult, but you have to break that, right? Yeah, it's also like where, you know, it's also a, a cultural thing. Like where were you uh, used to look at your, in your, during your school time? Like during school, what, what happened in Europe? And I don't know about the States, but here in Europe, talents are not the thing that you put a lot of energy in. You put the energy into the things you are not able to do, which is like very interesting to see because what you actually should do is you, you should like um, like really nourish your talents, right? This mm. is what we should be doing everywhere on planet Earth. But the training of all of our brains in Europe is like, oh, I'm not good in math. I really should. I really should start to understand math or, oh, I'm not good in like, um uh, doing uh language languages or oh, really should learn another one like no please don't don't like don't put so much effort and energy and, and life force into the things you're not naturally talented in get brilliant in things you you already have a talent i think this is like so much easier than to to be like 
really great at something. Mm. And it's very good. Close, it's also very close to your purpose most often. Yeah, I think so. Very good. And just coming into a little bit more, probably a little bit away from what we're just talking about, but one of the things that's also happening in the chart this week is Juno in Aries. Juno is about our who, how we show up as a partner or the partner that we actually have. It's about the partner. And Juno is the partner to Jupiter in in a, in the mythology, right? So it's Jupiter is like the the, the the husband and wife couple, right? So Juno is representing the the the, the partner or how I show up as the partner. And Juno at the moment is in Aries, which is me, sign of me, like I exist. So really, there's a big process here of Juno going through Aries about who I am as the partner or what kind of partner I really want. Yeah. And we're able to speak to that uh, over these, over this time that Juno is in Aries. It's going past like planets like Jupiter, which is like magnifying it. And then um, Eris, which is drastically altering circumstances. And then it's going through past Atlantis, which is about bringing things back from the past and making them practical. So it's, it's, there's a lot of like interesting things that Juno is working with here about really how I'm reinventing myself as the partner or the spouse in a relationship. And we don't have to be in one, we can be, or it doesn't have to be, but we'll get a lot of realizations about ourselves over the next three or four weeks is why, you know, Juno is in there for, a, you know, a while longer than that, but particularly past these planets, you know, it's happening over uh january february and probably through march that we'll see you know how we will transform and one of the things i think is interesting is this you know this song by miley cyrus it's become a really big pop moment yeah. and it's gone number one in 30 countries and it's called flowers and it's about how she sends flowers to herself when she writes her own name in the sand and she holds her own hand and you know how she's been you know no one can love her better than she loves herself right and I think it's 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 a song that it's become like a vogue, you know. It's just like everybody knows that it's a pop moment, and you know, it's I think it captures something that's happening really with this Juno at the moment. And I'm, a few times, you know, this year I've mentioned that we're really healing in relationships after all of this kind of challenging moments that we've had in relationships over the past, you know, two or three years with the highest divorce rates and separations and things like that. Uh, so there's a sign of kind of new sign of new beginnings with relationships that is coming through. Finally, like Venus is finalizing in Pisces, which is Venus's relationships and Pisces is taking us up into the higher aspect of love. It's taking us up into the higher dimension of love, that love of like a bigger, bigger feeling, the bigger me. So in this time, we're really feeling in relationships our, um, who I'm supposed to be in a relationship and how much do I love myself and how much do I have compassion and kindness for myself? Um, and so it's a very interesting moment for, for the relationship process. Yeah. What's really interesting about the Miley Cyrus song to come back to that. Did one. you see it? Yes, I did. And did you know, she wrote that song years ago when Bruno Mars actually wrote the song, when I was your man. 
in 2012. Yes. And yes. it's like an echo. Like, it's like an echo, isn't it? Like yes. an echo. And it's so interesting. And she said, I, I couldn't release it. But 2012, what happened 2012? Hmm. Astrologically, I think uh, you just said Neptune. Neptune, Neptune in Pisces. Yes. Where we lose yes. ourselves, right? We lose ourselves yes. very easily. And now at almost the end of Neptune and Pisces, she's coming she's out. Come back. Like, yes. Oh yeah, wait a second. Oh, we could do that by ourselves. <laughs> yes. And that is oh, I didn't know that. That I is did, an interesting thing. It I, really, I really just it. really just wraps up like everything we've talked about. That a transformation oh. from victim to to, to power. Yeah. To self-empowerment. Yeah. Cyrus and Bruno Mars. There we go. And we, who would know? Yeah, no, it's a moment. It's definitely, and I think that's why it's captured such this big phenomenon of interest is because it's really shown this evolution of this Neptune and this relationship journey that we've all been on and identity and who I am and all of that. I think it's really hit something on many levels for different people. Yeah, I think the liberation is a big topic at the moment. Um, like the liberation also of false gurus, liberation mm. of people that um, uh, that you give energy to without knowing it. Also, mm. like, you, you also give energy to people when you you like follow the drama. You know, I'm talking about Kardashians, Kanye West, all of that. Like. You you send your energy, your chi, your life force to that when you follow mm. things. So I I feel it's a, it's a super exciting time to to be like to be alive and be on planet Earth and to um, uh, find find your way through this spiritual um, you know to to understand that abracadabra is is actually really true and you need to cadabra right in order to abracadabra. Yes. Otherwise, you get the subconscious shit. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a mess. That's very good. Lovely. Thank you so much for your time and this uh, amazing uh, insights. I'm looking forward to next week when we do the podcast together. Hmm. In Napoli. Or yes. We'll see. We will see. We will see. But we will be together. That's for sure. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, DM us, send us uh, comments. I found out the comment section, how to maneuver that one. So don't be shy. And uh, we love that you are with us and have a wonderful evening. Ciao. Okay. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Ali Talks the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.